Zach Blackerby, Lindsey Crosby, joined by Rex Ponder of University Ace. Rex, um, we just went through a very wild segment, and uh, we're trying to calm down a little I bit. Tell you, I know it. Uh, Our goal was to be professional with you. That Well, thank you. I was, I was going to say, when we start talking about throwing up on the tennis court and that things was Ann, like that, Ann brought this that is up. a low ebb. I did, however, say gentlemen. puke and rally on the radio. I've never had to do that before. Yeah, you just but, did it again. Uh, yeah. I know Humber. it is possible. And why, gentlemen, why is it possible? It's because of this heat. It's because of this extreme heat. We're, we're, we're gentlemen in a world gone mad. Let me start by this. Well, hang on. Like, is this a, is this a joke? Like a bit? Cause I was going to, like, just real quick point out, I played golf on Tuesday and I thought I was going to die. Yes, absolutely. Incredibly hot. But I think you have a place you're going with this. So I'm I'll, going. I'll I'm go. going. Uh, just sit back and relax, but get your, just stay seated because this is going to, uh, we're in a world gone mad. Y'all know this. Things are changing so rapidly um, right. in in everything. Did y'all heard about the latest thing the Department of Agriculture is doing? They're trying to outlaw uh, farmers from uh, rolling round bales of hay. Why? You know, you see the round bales of hay? Yeah. Because they're concerned that the cows don't get a square meal. So do your legs hurt from <laughs> the walk to get all the way to that punchline? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know it. It'll, it'll hit you tonight. Yeah. You'll, you'll be no, 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 I'm sure it will. It was you'll, good. It was good. Tonight, uh, the, the cows don't. Listen, round bales actually are dangerous. Like, they can catch fire. So yes. square bales are fine. Square bales. Plus, you can move right. those by hand. But you can't move around by hand. The cow's not getting the square. Come on, guys. Y'all. <laughs> It's not my favorite one that you've Y'all. done. Zach's looking at me like I'm crazy. Like, literally, the round bales are huge, and they can catch fire, like, randomly, and it's not great. No. My favorite one that you've done was the um, the boat in the attic. Oh, yes. Uh, how do you get out? The sails are going through the roof. That's exactly right. I thought the web joke uh, was y'all's favorite. Uh, oh, the web joke's a good one, too. Yeah. That's a good one, too. Uh, gentlemen, we must... It would be a sin not to start out by talking about the heat today since I am a horticulturist. It's toasty. It is hot out there. We have a heat advisor. And uh, the heat, uh, what is the heat advisory supposed to be today? It's up the in the in, hundreds. The index is over 100, yeah. Yeah, it's over 100 today. And uh, so uh, those of you who are avid gardeners uh, who who keep your garden meticulously uh, I want you to be careful out there because I tell you it's it's very hot and it's very easy to get overheated and uh, so it's very important that you be careful and uh, try to do your as the contractors and uh, the landscapers and the landscape maintenance crews are trying to do get out early and try to do your hardest part of your work uh, early in the day so that uh, you can beat the biggest part of the heat. As Zach was saying, it's hard hard to do when you start out at 80-something degrees uh, in the morning, but uh, you need to be careful with this. Now, I'm asked the question, you know a lot uh, when is the best time of day to water. 
And uh, this is something we all know. Lindsay, I can tell, wants to answer this question. Uh, but uh, what's the best time of day to water your lawn, water your plants and all, Lindsay? It's going to be early in the evening or early in the morning? It's early in the morning. Early in the morning. That's good. That's it. Throw everything out like a weatherman does and say, so i got to hit somewhere. You know, it's either early in the evening. chance of rain. Early in the morning. Uh, no, the best time for you to get out and water your plants and shrubs is, uh, as you all have heard me say week after week, we've talked about fungus problems. I've, I'm so tired of uh, fungus problems, I don't know what to do. I feel sorry for those uh, uh, of you that have had uh, many problems with this on various things in your landscape, but we've just had the prime <clears throat> weather uh, to create fungus problems, and uh, the time of day you water for those can can affect this. It's better to water early in the morning so that, uh, number one, your plants can and the ground can absorb the water, can get to the root system with the least amount of evaporation. Uh, and then your excess water that uh, might be on your blades of grass, uh, on the foliage of your plants and everything, will have time to evaporate <clears throat> fairly rapidly as the, as the day turns warmer so that uh, you create fewer fungus problems on your, on your foliage. Now, for those of you that have new sod, and new shrubs, as we get hotter, you you may have to water a little bit later in the day. Uh, but try to do your main watering uh, in the morning uh, because that's the the best time of day to get the most good out of your uh, out of your watering uh, every day. And then that also helps you if you're doing hand watering and all watering your uh, flower beds and your your seasonal flower beds and things like that by hand. That's uh, better on you. And uh, please watch out for the signs if you have to be out during the day doing uh, gardening and things like that. Watch out for the. Please stay hydrated and please do those things that are necessary. I emphasize that because um, so many of you that uh, come to see me, a lot of uh, are in my age bracket, and we don't hold up during the heat quite as well as we used to. And so be sure to watch out for those early signs of uh, heat exhaustion because it can overtake you in a hurry. But uh, another thing with the heat I, I want to remind people of, because I've been having a lot of people come in with this also, those of you that have a lot of pot plants in your yard, and even... Wait, uh, potted plants? Potted plants, Okay. Yeah. Pot plants, that's right. Uh, I, I wasn't talking about your stash, uh, uh, Lindsay. I wasn't talking about it. I was that talking is... about potted plants, ornamental pototted plants, so... Uh, Lindsay's just, mind goes. Just, just, just wanted to clarify. Crazy. I thought it was a reasonable question. Yeah, okay. All right, all right. Uh, those of you that have a lot of potted plants in your yard, uh, not only in your out in areas in your yard, but up on your porch and all, when we get above 95 degrees, as the heat is stressful to a human, it also can be stressful to plants. And some plants, some of your plants, I won't begin to name, but uh, uh, 
are, you know, they just don't do as well in the extreme heat. Some plants don't bloom as well uh, in extreme heat. Uh, I had a person in yesterday that was asking me about her geraniums. She said, uh, Ms. Ponder, my geraniums have been beautiful all season. And now I am beginning to get some yellowed leaves, and my blooms are not looking as nice. And, of course, uh, one of the problems, that's not the only thing that can cause this, but one of the most common things right now that can cause uh, <clears throat> plants to not look as good is this extreme heat because they don't like uh, when it gets above 90. Now, geraniums and a lot of your your uh, sun-loving plants like that will stand hot weather, but this is extremely hot weather uh, when we get above 95 degrees and a heat index of uh, above 100. Quick thing on the geraniums. What do gardeners say when they jump off of roofs? Uh, geranium, 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 geranium. geranium. Okay. All right. All we'll right. Go, we gotta yeah. go to break after that. Rex uh, Ponder joining us. Zach and Lindsay joined by Rex Ponder of University Ace. As Rex says, we are the uh, the worst audience. Apologies. He told tough. a good joke over it's the break, and it just we're all coming down from the high that is, make, you know, laughing at Bergman. I want you, the focus. listening audience, to know that the two gentlemen in here don't pay any attention to me. That's true. You know, I'm in it's here trying to get... We just, we just give you 30 minutes every week, but that's fine. Yeah. That's okay. That's okay. And nap over there. Uh, <laughs> but that's okay. That's okay. I, I appreciate you out there listening uh, in the... Uh, uh, audience out there on your radios and all, I really appreciate you listening. And uh, again, we were talking about the heat. We were talking about the best time of day, morning, to uh, water and uh, some of the things. And of course, you also, humans, be careful in the heat. And I was also mentioning that a lot of your 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 pot plants. Uh, I had, as I said, a lady in yesterday with geraniums, but it can be other things. When we get to this extreme in heat, it's not a bad idea if your if your plants are exposed to full sun or a lot of the midday and afternoon sun, and begin to show some signs of heat stress to try to move them uh, to a little bit cooler area in regard to the midday and afternoon sunshine mm -hmm. uh, because it'll take some of the stress off of those. And I'm talking about in the above uh, 92 to 95 degree heat. Uh, but uh, as I say, I know a lot of you are going to say, but Rex, these things that I planted were labeled for full sun and that kind of thing, and they are. But as I say, when it begins to get uh, as hot as it's been uh, here recently, those kind of things can sow some stress like uh, humans can. And uh, so if, you're, if your plants are beginning to show some heat stress and uh, you've been watering and taking care of them like you normally do and they've held up well, it uh, possibly is not because of lack of water. It's because they're just experiencing some uh, stress on their own. So beware of that and uh, just know that sometimes they need a little bit cooler 
uh, situation too. Now, another question I've been asked, and I have mentioned this on uh, radio recently, is about uh, planting this time of year. You are in the most stressful time of year to plant woody ornamentals, uh, even though you still can plant. Uh, your landscapers are still planting new homes out there, still putting down sod, and that's uh, fine. Most of the uh, plants and all that, and even the trees that are being planted are container grown. And so you can still plant, you know, uh, safely if you can give them the proper care in regard to water and all like this. But you are in the most stressful time to plant. So a lot of times the plants, even though they may, uh, they will survive and uh, carry through, if you water them properly and take care, they may show a few signs of stress just because it's so hot this time of year. And I want to remind folks that in this heavy clay, I, uh, again, like a broken record, I've, I've mentioned this before, uh, a lot of people believe that if a little of something will do a little good, a lot of something will do a lot of good. Right. And uh, some people believe if I tell them to water their sod for 20 minutes or 30 minutes, depending on how they're watering it <clears throat> and how much water, you, they think, well, if I water it an hour, that's going to be twice as good. Not necessarily, uh, especially in our area where we're dealing with uh, clay-based soils, people. This clay gets saturated, and you can keep things too wet that it affects the root system, the aeration, and the uh, all getting to your roots, and uh, you can begin to show signs of stress. And for those who are novice gardeners, if they see, start seeing these signs of stress, they say, oh, gracious, I need to water more. And they uh, put more on there, and uh, that's not good. Remember, on an average lawn, on your existing lawn and uh, with your shrubs and all, the, if you can get about one inch of rain uh, a week or put the equivalent of what we call one inch of rain out there on your uh, sod and all, that's that's pretty adequate unless it's new, you know, brand new and hasn't gotten established in the ground yet. And uh, you can monitor that by putting a rain gauge out there where you're watering or put a pipe pan or something to catch the water. And as, if you water for 30 minutes, uh, see how much is being caught in there and just know that the... Uh, as you water during the week, you want to get uh, about the equivalent of one inch of rain on that, uh, on those items at that uh, during the week. Rex Ponder of University Ace, we wrap up our conversation next. Final few minutes of this hour of Auburn Opelika this morning. Zach and Lindsay joined by Rex Ponder of the University Ace. Rex, we've got about four minutes left uh, in our conversation. What do we want to make sure that we uh, get to this morning? I want to make sure that uh, people understand that when spraying this time of year, I know a lot of you out there uh, are very frustrated because you've had a lot of weeds this year. I had a gentleman in yesterday uh, telling me that he had more weeds than he's ever had, and he had worked very diligently to try to stay away 
But uh, weeds have been very, very rough this year in your lawn and, of course, in natural areas, too. They are reproducing seed uh, like the Dickens. He brought me a bag uh, full of weeds, and we had several different types in there, and I just pulled a random one or two out, and I said, I want to show you something. And uh, I showed him the seed uh, on these particular, it was some spurge, and then uh, there was another one or two in there. And I, I rubbed them between my fingers and showed him the seed falling off. I said, this is what's falling off in your yard before you can get sprayed. And when you spray, you're spraying with a surface spray that uh, will kill the existing weeds, the ones that have already germinated and the ones that are up. But, uh, you know, your, your pre-emerge was out earlier in the season, and so you don't have that pre-emerge to get the seed in there. So we're getting closer to the time that you'll be putting out a pre-emerge herbicide to try to contain the uh, seed, to try to get rid of the weed seed before they come up. But I wanted to mention to those of you that uh, are still, you know, spraying, spot spraying and all to control your weeds, Read your label. Always do this on anything you buy. Read the label. Just don't uh, don't just take my word for it, but uh, read your label to understand what you're doing and when to spray and how to spray and how much to mix and things like that. But there are some of the sprays that don't like to be sprayed, uh, or are not as let me put it this way, are not as effective in this extreme heat. Mm-hmm. They don't yep. work as well. So read your labels, people. And this is not only for to get the proper use, but also read your labels so for a safety precaution mm-hmm. to take care uh, with things. I have a lot of people that uh, are getting scared of chemicals. Uh, they're hearing all kinds of things. And, of course, anytime you're dealing with a chemical, whether it be an agricultural or horticultural chemical you're using in your yard or whether you're using chemicals to clean your house uh, and that kind of thing. You want to take the proper precaution. You want to read the label and if they tell you to wear gloves, you know, when handling this or using this, wear gloves. If they tell you it's safer to wear a mask uh, when using a particular kind of chemical, let's wear a mask, people. Let's be extremely careful uh, with things like that, and most of the time, if you are careful with it, you can safely use these things. And uh, but uh, the key is understanding and reading the label. I try to help by giving some uh, verbal information on on some of the things, uh, but I don't want you to not read the label because I tell you about that. Now, somebody like Zach. Uh, if I told him that, uh, would probably not ever read the label. The label would never leave the container. But that's probably true. Those of you uh, uh, out there that are truly trying to do the right thing, read the label on this, and let's properly use these things. And uh, but come to see us at Ace if we can help you in any way, and we'll try to keep your garden as pristine as we possibly can, or help you do it. Rex, thank you so much for your time as always, man. We appreciate you. Sir, I am just proud to be here. And I say it was so much fun. Why don't we do it again next Thursday? I think that's a great idea, Rex. Okay. I think it's a great idea. Okay.
Lindsay, good show today. Good show. Let's begin tomorrow. I think we should. We'll be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Have a fantastic day, everyone. And get back to work.